Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, 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 and good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you, depending on what time of the day you are hearing the sound of my voice. I pray that it is a blessed day in the Lord. You have tuned in to the It's Real Radio talk show, and I am Elder Corlette James, your host, and as always, we are so thankful to God that he has set aside this appointed time for our path to connect and for us to be able to pour into you. So we pray that something is said on today's show, reflection has been made, that will bless you in your journey as you process your faith in the Lord. We give God all the praise, glory, and honor for truly we recognize and understand that none of us could do anything without him. Nothing, period, point blank, the end. Anyway, I'd like to um, welcome my beautiful, beautiful co-host. We missed her so much on last week, but we are so thankful and so grateful that she is with us today. So, hey, Miss Tanya, how are you? Oh, Elder, sis, I thank God just to be alive in the land of the living and for God to give me another day to do great things in the land. Amen. And I want to say hello to everybody. Everywhere, good evening, good night, and good morning as well. Love you guys. <laughs> God has just really, really blessed us. You know, you and I talk about this quite often on the show that, you know, it is such a blessing just to be alive, you know, to, to open up your eyes in the morning and see, uh, uh, to be able to see, first and foremost, to open your eyes and to be able to see, to be able to to focus in on that that is around you, but to recognize and understand even more importantly that but by his grace have you opened your eyes, but by his grace are you still breathing. And it's just, it is just an incredible thing. And 
even more so, I'm really feeling it, I guess, today and over the next couple of days, and even from the past few days, just the, the gratefulness of my heart to say that I am alive and well at the end of 2019 when it is the end of a decade and we are propelling into the 2020s. I mean, you know, when I think about it, says I am like 63 years old, so I'm a product of the 1950s, okay? I was born in 1956, and to Think about the fact that these are, I'm entering into the 20s. In fact, you know, in six years, Lord willing, and say the same, I'll be 70 years old. It's just like, that is mind-blowing to me. It really, really is. Because, you know, as we grow up and we're children and we look at people, say, even my age now at 63, and you think that they're old. (laughs) And to think that, you know, as I look around and I'm going, okay, life has gone by really, really fast. And the thought of six years, I'll be 70 years old. Like, oh my God. Now I think I'm praise God because I'm going to be the youngest flyer 70 year old you ever thought that you ever wanted to meet. But be that as it may, it's still amazing that God has chosen to keep us here. For such a time as this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, wow. I don't know, I guess it's it's just just really hitting me. It is really hitting me that, you know, as the time goes on, we get older, and the grace of God is is even more important, I believe, on our lives. How how are you feeling about closing out this decade? I feel really strong, sis, about closing it out. I thank God I left church today. He started allowing me to write things down. That's the first. Write the vision down and make it plain. Make it plain mm-hmm. to yourself so you can see it. I'm mm-hmm. paying attention now to what I eat. I'm paying attention mm-hmm. to what yeah. I'm getting ready, what I have been listening to, what's around mm-hmm. me, what's surrounding me. Just different things, different values, and I thank God for mm-hmm. that. Please hear me. This is just the beginning. I can't tell you what's going to happen in the end, but I am expecting great things because I believe when I put in the work, God is going to put in the rest. When I put in the work and the faith, yeah. God is going to do the rest, and I thank God for that. I didn't want to wait till 2020, sis. I didn't want to wait till like I, I always do. Okay, on the first, I mean it, I'm going to start it. First time now, before mm-hmm. I know it, it's 15th, before I know it, it's March, before I know mm-hmm. it, it's September, before mm-hmm. I know it, it's, you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to say it's December and we're doing this again. But I realized, yeah, I was prepping for this, you guys, for a minute. Lord, please help me. Help me with my thoughts. How do you do it? The renewing of your mind. How do I renew my mind? Well, when mm-hmm. you wake up in the morning, see you, mm-hmm. just like you do patterns every day, pay attention to your patterns. Because then mm-hmm. you'll realize, is it? reaching you towards your goal or is it making you toil and spin your tires in mud? Please hear me. I'm not an Mm. expert, but I feel like I am because I'm a living witness. And I feel like my heart Mm -hmm. that a living witness is even greater. Sometimes you never get an expert in anything. You just keep getting better and better. And I thank God every time you do another day, you guys making it through traffic, going to work, coming home, say, do you just turn on the news for 30 minutes? And your mouth will yes. drop. 
that's just for me in a, in mm. the Georgia area, South Carolina, North Carolina. That's not where where mm. my sister is in Las Vegas and California and all that area and just everything that's going on. Come on, you guys. You need Jesus right now. Mm. Don't mm. wait until 2020 mm. when you say in 2020. Start today. Start tonight. What you going to do different? It's, it's a pressure, but it's more mm. of a pressure not doing what God invested in you than doing what he's called you to do. Yeah. Hmm. You know what that is? That is so amazingly true. So amazingly true. Because I'm with you. I didn't wait. You know, I don't, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I don't. Um, because if there's something that, you know, you need to take care of or you need to do, you don't need the date on the calendar to dictate to you that that's what you need to do. What you need to do is start now. There's no nothing like the present, you know. And and like you, I started a journey of health. I started it um, the early part of November, and I, I'm so grateful that I did because now I'm 12 pounds smaller you know, I feel phenomenal. I've got energy. I actually can sleep at night, you know, without the aid of a sleeping pill. It's just like it's an amazing thing that I have encountered over this these two months, basically, um, in purposely, purposely saying, I want to be better. I want to be healthy. I want to have more stamina. I want to have more energy. Because, like I said, I don't believe that my life has ended. I believe that I have just turned the page, the corner to a new, you know, to a new strategy in life, to, you know, a new cycle of life, you know, in my maturing, in, in who I am. I am so grateful to God. I look back over this past year. And there were points in time, a, a, a whole stretch of months, okay, in my past for this year that I was in a really dark and frustrated place. I remember going to a conference in June and sitting and talking to someone who was, who was um, a business and a life coach. And she asked me, the first thing she said to me, you know, she asked me some questions and whatever, and I was just chatting with her. And she said, you know, when you... Give, gave me the details of your life and different things that are going on. She said, you did it totally emotionlessly. She said, you had no emotion. You told me a story, but there was no emotion in the story that you told me. She said, I want you to do something for me. Before we can sign up for me to work with you or to do anything with you, there's something I need you to do. And she gave me a piece of paper, and she wrote out a question. And, and put five numbers underneath it. She said, I want you to take this, and I want you to sit and meditate, and I want you to put on paper and tell me what are the five things at the top of your list that you want in life, that you want right now in life. And I'm not talking about, you know, a successful business or whatever. She said, no, I'm talking about for you. What are the five prime things that you want? And I took that paper And I remember sitting in my hotel room that night and pondering it. And as I did it, the only thing that I could actually come up with was I want to be happy because I was so not happy. I was in such a dark place spiritually, um, emotionally. I was frustrated, completely just 
um, miserable, to be honest with you. You know, if I, if we really are going to be transparent, but on the outside, I was still, you know, moving and acting and functioning and doing what I needed to do. But inside, oh, my God, inside there was, like, just really death when you really think about it. Um, and when I went back to her the next day, I told her, I said, you know what, I couldn't come up with five things. And she said, you couldn't? I said, no. I said, I only could come up with one. And she said, okay, what's that one? And I said, I'm going to be happy because I'm not. You know, and I realized on so many different levels of my life, I was not happy. And as I reflected on that, I had to also come to terms that I had chosen to be unhappy. See, all these things that were in my life at that point in time that were causing me to be in that place of unhappiness was predicated on my perception of what was happening on those different levels of life, in those different arenas of my life. And I had to go before God and change my perception of what was going on for me to change the place that I was in from a place of misery and frustration to a place of peace and of happiness. I'm so grateful today that I can say that I've made that transition. But I believe that if we all were to sit and reflect, and this is just over this year, I mean, and if I was to go back for the other nine years of this decade, I'm sure there are some other reflections that I've had to walk through each one of those years just to get to the place of where I am today. And I know that, you know, you and I also have shared on the show many times about the process that we have to go through. And as we close out this decade, I mean, I think that it is vitally important that we do reflections and alignments, you know, to go along with those reflections to say, you know what, where am I right now? You know, I know um, at KFI right now at our church, we got pastor has been having us deal with spiritual evaluations, you know, over the past couple of months. Just where are you in the spirit room? Where are you in your relationship with God? And, and the different conversations that have gone on and the different teachings that have gone on, you know, opens up your eyes to say, you know, some of us thought that we were someplace that we really weren't. Some of us thought that we were walking in a place of maturity that was not so. We had a false sense of security. You know, I sat with um, someone yesterday. I, I just closed out a, a shut-in yesterday, a couple of a two-day shut-in, basically, um, for strategy. We all we came together and we stayed and we prayed and and sought the Lord for strategies. You know, because we definitely want to be walking in the flow of God in this season. We don't want to miss anything that He's got going on. Uh, and I sat and I talked with a, a a dear sister in the Lord yesterday that I've known for over thirty years or about 30 years, who, when I met her, was, to me, one of God's palm generals in, in the arena of deliverance and walked in a powerful, powerful anointing. But as I talked to her yesterday, and she brought up some things, and, and she said something to me that really took me back, and she said, you know, she said, I sit, and sometimes I question, really, how much God loves me. 
And I turned and I looked at it because here's somebody that was definitely walking with the Lord before I was, and 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 you know, and is my senior, um, probably about ten years. You know, she's she's an older woman, but and and it just blew me away. I'm and I'm like, you question whether or not God loves you? And she said, I do sometimes. And and I had to really like go before God with that. I really did. Because it's like just the day before she was praying for someone within the shut-in and praying deliverance and telling that individual how much God loved her, you know, and and how she needed to embrace the love of God. And it's like, so how are you how are you able to tell somebody else how much God loves them and question whether or not he loves you? And especially everything that, you know, you've encountered from God. And and so as I took that before the Lord and she wound up having to leave, she had an appointment to go to. But as I prayed and, and you know, and there was it was a few of us there and they were like perplexed as well because we've all known her for so long. And in fact, one of the young ladies that was there is even related to her. And it was just like, how does that happen? And what God revealed to me and showed me is the residual of the pain and the rejection she's experienced over the years. You know, she, she like I said, she was really and truly one of God's generals when it came to deliverance. And, I mean, you know, my, the very first shut-in I ever went to in my life was, one of, was hers. Um, and just to see the power of God in operation through her in, in the midst of um, the people that were there was just an incredible thing. But what happened was she left herself uncovered. She she did not realize, and no one had shared with her, the importance of having covering, having prayer warriors that cover you, having leadership that cover you. You know, she she wasn't a renegade. She was she was true to um, her church, but her church wasn't true to her. Okay, and that happens sometimes. You know, and unfortunately, the leaders had taken on um, a position probably of envy and jealousy of the power that was in operation through her. And then think about this, the fact that she was a woman and she she came from, I'm going to say it, she came from a Pentecostal background where, you know, the women aren't, weren't and still aren't, to be honest with you, readily accepted in the frontline ministry. You know, you can stand over there and you can pray. Okay, that's fine, and you can handle hospitality and what have you, but, you know, to be out there and walking in power and and all of that, you know, think about back in the 70s and the 80s, like, you know, in the Pentecostal church, that that wasn't readily accepted. And the bottom line is because she had experienced so much pain and rejection, she began to question herself question who she was, and that led to the questioning of God's love for her 30, 40 years later. And so I, I thank and praise God because she actually had left her Bible at the church yesterday when she left because she had planned to go and take care of the meeting she had and come back. Well, as God would have it, she she did not make it back, but she had to come this morning to pick up her her Bible. And God allowed me to minister to her because I told her, I said, you know, I heard what you said and I thought about it and I took it to God, you know, because 
I knew that something, something had to be done and deliverance had to be had based on what you shared. And I shared with her what God showed me that, you know, let it go. This is the residual of the pain and the hurt. And even though parts of that pain and that hurt have now been healed and, and she is now walking um, back in the anointing of God that was always on her life, there's still residuals left over from the pain. And it's those residuals that causes her to second-guess herself and second-guess the love of God. So I'm sharing this with you guys because I believe that, you know, that we have to, when we experience different things like that, we have to go and find out what is the root cause of that. You know, that's what I'm saying, like, in reflection times like these, when we look back and we reflect on where God has brought us over this past decade, even where he's brought us over this past year, some of us where he's brought us over this past month, you know. But when you think about it, it's like you have to make sure that you get into a place where you don't just let the the issue fester within you, but that you find a safe place to bring it out at. And that, that's exactly what we were for her yesterday because that's something that she could not just readily confess to anybody. But she was in a safe place with us and felt that she could share that. And she shared that because she wanted deliverance from that. She didn't share it as, you know, a crutch or an excuse or anything. She just was like, you know, I need, I need to have clarity because she said, I feel like I walk in a state of confusion, you know, that I'm confused when I think that, you know, my father doesn't love me. Or when I get up in the morning, she said, I struggle with just getting myself straight for the day because of the confusion. I feel like I'm all over the place, you know, and, and it's hard for me to focus in, you know. And so I think I praise God for being able you know, to be a a safe place for that to be shared, that's really important. We have to have safe places where we can go and people, safe people that we can feel comfortable sharing what we're going through with and know that, you know, our business is not going to be blasted. Now, I'm sharing her 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 discussion, but as you notice, I'm sharing it anonymously. I'm, I would never tell you who she was, and I don't think she would mind me sharing it in this contact text to help someone else. Because as I shared with her this morning, she was really blessed by it. You know, because again, she wants she wants to be free of this. She doesn't want to walk in confusion. She does not want to be feeling like she's second guessing. You know, God's love for her. You know, so I just, um, I just believe that there's somebody that needed to hear that testimony and to recognize and understand that because of the pain and the hurt that you may have had in the past, it can leave you in a place of confusion. It can leave you in a place of uncertainty, but please be certain of one thing if you're never certain of anything else is the love that God has for you. And because of that great love, because he loves you so much, he will never, ever leave you in the state in which he finds you. He is always going to enhance you, enhance your life, make sure that you get to a better space 
you know, Amen. in life, a better place in him. Always, Amen. always. Amen. Okay, I've talked I've talked too much. I, but I just I just felt in my spirit to share that. I did. I don't feel like you talk too much when you when you led by the spirit. You have to go and flow with it because there's always a message. And I thank God for that. I thank you for you sharing that testimony of the other uh, minister of God, the woman of God, because I walked in it. It took me a long time, mm. you guys. I told you after my dad passed is when it finally hit me, literally two things. For there is no more condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And the second mm. one was, God is not angry at you. He doesn't hate mm. you. Wow. We've been talking yeah. about the wrath and the roaring of the sea. That, I believe God can do all that. I don't even want to. I don't even want to mm-hmm. question that part. I believe that. But His love—that's why He sent Jesus, the Messiah, to come. Mm. Yahshua, mm. Jehovah Shaddai, Jehovah Shalom. I don't don't get tied up in all that. But our deliverance—that we don't have to the love. He loved us that much. It dawned, yeah, it didn't dawn yeah. on me for a long time, sis. I, too, was telling people. I, too, was being led and flowing in spirit with people and telling them. The Lord said, and then I would cry at night and say, what about me, Lord? Do you still love me? Mm, How is mm, it so easy for you to allow mm. me to minister to other people and I can't minister to myself? Then he took wow. me back to the movie Left Behind. About the minister. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that part. Mm-hmm. Why was the minister still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his whole congregation was gone and same, he was left behind. Right, because the same thing that he preached to others, he didn't believe it for himself. That's oh, why he was left yeah. behind. Yeah. Because he had to know God for himself. Not what you preach mm-hmm. to others, not what you minister to others, but what do you truly believe? Because it's only valuable when it's in you and you allow that diamond to radiate on others. Mm-hmm. And that's when the day of Pentecost mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit will fall on thee and you can be set free when you know for certain. Like I said again, I thank God. I'm so grateful that he never willed the things that I spoke out of my mouth for myself. Some things did come to pass, but still not what I spoke against myself. So since hmm. it's not a matter of, man, it, it's always deliverance for me too, you guys, who's ever listening. It's always deliverance for me first because hmm. it, it hits me. I don't just get on this show just to talk. I'm learning and listening now. That's one of the things now that I'm starting now for 2020. Listen more. Because there's true value in knowledge. In ministry, now I didn't tell you to listen to everybody. You better pay attention to what you're listening to. I was working out the other day and I put something on. Yeah. I was like, workout music. Then I started working out and he started going bleep, bleep, bleep. And I bloop, bloop, bleep. And I bloop. I was like, oh, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Mm-hmm. I was on that treadmill, y'all. I couldn't even see without my glasses. I was scrambling for something mm-hmm. different because you know what I knew? I can't have him speak that to my spirit. Okay. That's the battle and the fight. Because, okay. see, one thing about in 2020, mm-hmm. if you are still doing in 2020 what you did in 2019, you have not grown. Don't be mad at God. That's right. 
That's right. Don't be mad at yourself, but be angry enough to want something different. You may not be mm-hmm. able to make five or six or seven changes. Make one. Hmm. Make one. If you're doing this too much, change it and make it less and give God more. That's tithing. Amen. If you have love in your heart and a smile, when you go places, speak to people. How you doing? You having a good day today? I'm wishing you the blessed New Year's. It was a lady that came to my Hmm. store, and I'm just going to tell this because I don't like to tell what I do. And she was sick and had an oxygen mask on a black lady, but something in my spirit was still uneasy, but still the same. My spirit said, go pray for her. I walked around her mm-hmm. a couple of times. And I went in the back, and when I came back, she was close to me because of the door I came out of. She was right there. And I said, "Let me do what I said. I was. I have to." I said, "Father, I just. I said, can I pray for you?" She said, "Yeah." I prayed over her, and I prayed to the Spirit, and I don't know what the Spirit prayed for her, but for whatever it is, whether it was her sickness or a sickness in her mind, or sickness to be sick to get something that's still sick, God allowed me to pray for her. And a mm. man said, oh, amen, we need more of that. We need more of that. Amen. I didn't do that for him to say that. I did uh-huh. that because we do amen. need more of that. Somebody pray for me. I don't want you to pray P-R-E-Y on me, but I need you to pray P-R-A-Y for me. There's a difference. Mm. And like you said, yeah. we don't realize sometimes the reason why the word of God is twisted and sick out there and the reason why people are not getting healed it's because we're sick and we're speaking the word. It's no different than a minister in the mm. front of a church and he's sick and he's no good and he's doing demented things. He's having affairs or he's smoking or doing crack or whatever the case may be because they've had it. And he's in the pulpit and he's a homosexual. I'm not speaking against it. I'm just telling you still, when you, whatever you are and you speak it out is what you allow the people to be. And God is putting me first on the forefront. I spoke when mm. I was sick. You guys, I've spoken when I had doubt. If God loved me, mm. what do you do? You still care. So all we're saying is mm. the new year getting ready to come in. Come on, you guys. Not downing anybody. Come on, lift your spirits up. If God allow us to make it into the season and we can see day by day that he's given us a valuable chance to make changes in the world, let's do it now. Let's not wait. Yes. Yes, Amen. yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. You know, that is so vitally important. That is so vitally important. Let's not wait. You know, let's not wait. Let's do it now. That's the key. Uh, we 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 take time too much for granted. We really do. We take time too much for granted. And we have got to get to a place of recognition that, you know what, Lord, today is a gift. You know, like we, like you said many times, it's called the present because it's a gift, you know, and we can't take his gift lightly. Lord willing, two days from now, we will enter into 2020, okay? And, and there will be all these wonderful cliches that's going to come out about the year. And, you know, it's, you definitely know it's going to be the year of vision, you know, 2020. Also, the year of grace, you know, four sets of five. There's just so much that can go into the numerology of the year 2020. But mostly, most important is God is giving you another opportunity. What are you going to do 
with the opportunity of the day in which he gives you. Amen. There are so Amen. many opportunities presented to us on a daily basis. You chose in that appointed time to pray for that woman because that was Amen. an opportunity that was given to you to speak forth in her life. I looked at this woman. It was yeah, like, Lord, well, I great. thank you that you sent the, sent the woman back, you know, to the church so that I could speak to her what you gave me. But you know what was really vital and important that I took out of that is when she said it, I didn't pass judgment on her. I took it to God. I took it right. to God. I'm like, this is your daughter. Right. This is your daughter. Right, Why would she feel this way? You have shown yourself so powerful and so mighty in her and through her. Why would she doubt your love? See, we right. mess up because we want to pass judgment on people. We want to right. look upside their head and say, well, how can you feel that way or whatever? Instead, we got to learn to take it to the Father. Right. Father. Because when I per- right, sis, even praying over that woman, I was praying for myself, you guys. Please don't never get mm. so high and mighty that you don't see that you still have symptoms and you still have spiritual mm. battles that you're still fighting with. Just because you mm. call yourself bishop or Protestant or apostle or pastor or BDG elemental P behind you because of your degrees, please mm. know. Mm. I truly, I used to think that the people with degrees and stuff didn't go through anything that the people mm. without degrees went through. I used to think that people that had more money didn't go through what people that barely were struggling, mm. trying to make it, whatever. True, you may say. But please believe me, they may not have a problem with being hungry or being or homeless or any of that, but I guarantee you they got something mm. going on at a, oh, at a yes, higher man. value than yours. Mm-hmm. So I used to mm-hmm. get caught up like that. Just because somebody's house is bigger than yours, do that mean that there's happiness in there? Just because you see somebody mm-hmm. on YouTube, just because you see somebody on Facebook and they posting all this, do that mean that they're happy? Mm. My boo thing, you don't even know. Boo thing probably don't even come home. Mm. Talking to a crazy, mm. slapping upside mm. the head or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Because I mm-hmm. used to look at things. Stop looking at things with your eyes. That's why I'm really Mm. understanding when he said, put your eyes on me. Don't look to the left or to the right. Don't look to Facebook or Twitter. Don't look to YouTube or Google. Yeah, you Mm. may have to sometimes, but you better. I pray every day, you guys. I promise you. Lord, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Don't take your love Mm. from me. Please, don't take that fight. Don't take any of that from me. But show me how to utilize what you've given me for the greater of your purpose yes. and good. Yes, 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 yes. I got yes. caught up, you guys. I stopped forgetting how to tithe. When you don't tithe in a while, you forget. Because you don't, mm. you forget the purpose of what it's really for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you still ministering to people with that same stuff that happened to you 10 years ago, you have not grown spiritually. Mm. Because there's new battles, new situations, mm-hmm. new testimony, yes. Yes. new words. Mm-hmm. So I, too, understand. <laughs> new devils for those great the new levels. There's new devils. It's like, yeah, high, new challenges. Yeah, high new level, things. high devils. 
You got darn right, you guys. Mm. Please believe me, that's the truth. Oh, wait, I'm not telling you to stay where you are. I don't want to deal with that demon. If I can't deal with demons on this level, you're right. But when you going to come out? Because if mm. even if he keep you where you are, he's still whooping the crap out of you. And you're not getting any further. Mm. You haven't accomplished your purpose. And then when you get ready to die and he try to stricken you with something, then you're going to look back. And now he laughing because that's what he wanted to do in the first place was to stop what you was really supposed mm. to do, your purpose. I don't care. Lord Jesus, My I'm God. 55. I'm so grateful. Lord, if you allow me, like you said, since I'm putting, I'm like a 10-year goal, I'll be what, 55, 65? It hit me today. I'll be 65 if I live that long. Oh, my mm. gosh. Mm. But as Mother Agassin, God rest her soul, a woman of God, a minister of God, a servant of God, always just say to me, I go, Mother, you perfect. Stop putting me on a pedestal. I'm not perfect. Mother, have you, have you reached where you're supposed to be? I'll never reach it until the day that I die and see the face of God. I'm always going to struggle with something. So please, don't Mm -hmm. avoid what God has for you because you're scared. Yeah, you're going to get your butt whipped whether you stay where you are or whether you move forward. Yeah, crap is going to happen whether you Mm -hmm. stay where you are or move forward. Yep, you're going to feel some days you don't want to do it whether you stay where you are or move forward. Yep, you're not going to look. You ain't going to like it sometimes whether you stay where you are or move forward. Why not move forward and do greater in the land? For real. For real, for real. For real, for real. You know, you choose. You choose where you're at. You have the option. That's what I'm saying. I had to make up my mind and change my perception of the things that I was allowing to to put me in that dark, deserted place. I had to make the choice to say, no, this is not. Daddy, you. I I liken it to just now, and this just came to my spirit, I liken it to to the same choice I had to make when I got off the the free base pipe, the crack pipe, as y'all would call it now. You know, it was like, you know what, God, this is not the life that you created me for. I know that you created me for more than this. I know you did. And because I know that, um, there has got to be a change here. There has got to be a change. And he chose to change me. But I had to first choose to want the change. We've got to recognize, you know, he chose to change me. And I'm forever grateful that he chose to change me. But I had to choose to want to change. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You didn't create me for this. I know you didn't create me for this. There's so much more that you have for my life. I was speaking prophetically over myself without even knowing about the prophetic realm. But what I did know about, what I absolutely knew and embraced was the fact that, Lord, this is not what you called me to. I know this is not what you created me for. That was one thing that was very sure within my mind. This is not what you created me for. So, therefore, I don't have to accept this as my existence. And I'm trying to encourage you all right now to, to, to get to that same place of saying, you know what? Mm-mm. No, I don't have to accept where I am because, God, you have so much more for me. So I choose the better. I choose the better. 
I choose not to stay where I'm at. I'm going to be doing um, a Facebook Live probably about 30 minutes after we get off of this broadcast, and it's my final Path to Purpose um, Facebook Live that I'm going to do this this year, this decade, you know. But there were some things as I was sitting in church this morning that God was just really speaking to my heart, you know, dealing with us and moving into the marketplace and what's our role there and who are we in the Lord. You know, and some of the things that he gave me, it was just like, okay, I'm hearing you. I understand now. I understand that, you know, for such a time as this, I've got to get myself together. I'm going to share some of the things that that he gave me. The first was there is so much deception in the marketplace that it is a blessing and it's refreshing that we present ourselves and our products as people and things of integrity. You know, the word of the Lord says that God crowns the year with blessing. So therefore, if he crowns the years with blessing, then that means you've crowned that year of a blessing to me, for me. And remember that um, I believe it is Deuteronomy 8 and 28. I believe that's where it is. I know it's in Deuteronomy. I think it's Deuteronomy 8, where it says that the Lord gives us the power to obtain wealth, that his covenant may be established with us. We always, it's like it infuriates me sometimes when people just use half verses to prove their point. No, give the whole verse. He gave us the power to obtain wealth so that his covenant may be realized. It's the covenant that he made with our fathers, our forefathers, the Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You know, he made covenants. He made covenants with Mother Atkinson. You know, we were talking about her yesterday, and it literally brought tears to my eyes because it took me back to the night that she passed. And I was sharing with the ladies at the church, I said, you know, because we were talking about having covering, and we were talking about having prayer warriors that you know that would cover you in prayer. And the fact that God has appointed prayer warriors that you will never, ever meet. You don't know their name. You don't know that, that where they exist in the world, but God has called them to pray over you. Because Amen. that's the father that we have. The exact same Amen. way he calls us to pray over others. Amen. You know? Amen. But when I thought about it and I was saying, I said, you know, the night that mother passed, I remember coming home from the hospital after she had transitioned and sitting there. And what came to my heart, and it broke my heart, was, Lord, who's going to pray for me now? Because that was Amen. the one person that I knew yep. that if nobody else in this world was covering me, I knew she was covering me. She knew she was covering me. Amen. Amen. You know? Amen. So we've got to get to a place of reflection and understanding. You know, I, I at that moment, did not, I, I, I put God in a box. It, it was like at that moment, I could not envision that he would have other people praying for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, Amen. I thank God yep. that now we're seven years ahead from that because she passed in 2013, I believe it was. Um, or twin, no, because I left in 2012. 2011, she went home to be with the Lord. And um, I know now that she had an appointed time and a season in my life. I had it for 22 years. I had it almost as long as I had my mother. 
My mother passed mm-hmm. when I was 27. So I had Mother Atkinson almost that same amount of time, and she was that mother to me. You know, she Amen. is the one that took the time to train me, to nurture me, to grow me up in the spirit. Amen. And, Amen. and, and her, her departure left a void within me. Amen. But I had to grow and understand that though that void may be there, and I still miss her dearly. You know, I miss those conversations. I miss walking into to her house and, you know, and, and feeling the warmth and the love that she just omitted to everybody, okay? It just poured out of her. Um, but yet and still, life had to go on. And, and God used her for that appointed time in my life to train me up so that I, too, could, could be an extension of his love through her to me by extending that same love to someone else and allowing him to work through me to someone else. Amen. You know? Amen. It's like Amen. We, we have to understand that, you know, there's responsibility that comes with maturity. There's responsibilities that come with getting older. And the, word of the God, and the word of the Lord teaches us that the older women are to train up the younger women. And we don't Amen. do that by putting a finger in their face. We don't do that by condemning them. We don't do that by talking down to them. Number one, or first and foremost, we do it back. by example. Right. Exactly. Right. The first right. thing we do is we do it by example with the life that we live before them. Secondly, we do it by the love that we share with them. Right. You know? And you know I mean, I yes, look at young ladies that I yes. would never, I, it, it's like you want to say, girl, go put some clothes on, but at the same time you're saying, okay, daddy, when I came to you, guess what? I probably had less clothes on than they do. But you have you know what? With me. And you trained Amen. me up. Amen. I man, I remember one time you and I went. To, you, our church went to a. Um, you guys, we went to go visit another church out of town, and when we got there, mm-hmm. we were all getting dressed in the bathroom, and it was me, mm-hmm. Elder. I ain't gonna lie, TC, and a couple other, and we were all laughing mm-hmm. because we were putting on slips, and we were yes. saying there was a time we wouldn't have wore a slip up under our dress Man, when we went to church, please. But we knew that it, it was inappropriate to do so before God, having undergarments and stuff on. So, you know, that's when that Holy but Spirit But we had to get to that place. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you we something. Had to be, the but, Holy Spirit had to train us to get us to that place. Right. And, you know, you, got, it, you know, it hit me today, sis. I was, you know, I was sitting down talking to my husband, and I said to him, I go, you know what, I remember going up to the altar, you know, at my, my church in Las Vegas. And I said, and my sister said to me, Come on, for real. You know, she. We talk like we sisters. So you know, for real. How how long are you gonna keep going up there? And I looked at her before mm-hmm. I knew it, and I remember being offended and and being hurt by that. And I said to her, "Until I get it right." See, what you don't understand mm-hmm. is every time you go through a change in an interval in your life, you're being reborn, and you're getting yeah. to that reborn place of where God wants mm-hmm. you. And that was the that's mm. the reign with him. So every time you go mm-hmm. through a birthing canal, whether it's a hurt, whether it's a divorce, whether it's a bad relationship, abused relationship, whether it's a, a job firing you or your life starting over, whether it's dysfunctionality, whether it's your kids 
don't love you or they, you feel like they deserted you or you feel alone, it's still a birthing canal. And when you are mm-hmm. birthing, mm-hmm. every year look at it as God allowing you to birth forth something even greater than what you yeah. had before. And, you know, since mm. it's just so amazing, like you saying, you know, you guys, I, I don't mean to get so hard on it because you have to look at yourself and say, what am I doing to make the situation better? And you have Glory. to ask yourself, please don't let me be something to make the situation worse. But just like you're yeah. saying, you know, it's time for us to mature in Christ. You know, you go to church and you hug people. Do you really mean it? You you sit by people. And why are you going to church? That's something that you people, a lot of people I feel need to ask each other in 2020. What's the purpose of you going? Are you going hmm. because it's traditional? Are you going because it's, you think okay. that God is going to give you brownie points to heaven? Do you feel like it's because, you know, everybody looking at you and you got to say that you went to church. So when you talk about it at the beginning of the week, you can say how you went to church. You feel good. But when I ask you what the message is about, you can't even tell me. I mean, I'm critiquing myself. So, yes, I can say this to others now because it's like you saying, sis, you had gotten to a place where you had to look at yourself and say, I just want to be happy. I realize that no matter mm-hmm. how much I've gone to church, no matter how much I pray, where did I allow my happiness? Where did I set it down at? What happened? I, I've been mm-hmm. doing this thing. Because, see, what we don't realize is it's so easy to do things habitually that you think that you're doing right. But when you look back on it, mm-hmm. you, you realize that, wow, I've been doing this for how long? And it, that ain't even the right way. You've been going yeah. on the wrong freeway yeah. to get to where you got to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it now in my life going, what? What you mean? I mean, mm-hmm. we was on the show one day, you, one day, you guys, we were discussing something, and I had to go, what? What you mean mm-hmm. that ain't what? Lent? What? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, 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 please believe me, I'm maturing. As while I'm on this show with you guys, I'm maturing. I'm learning. Amen. I'm not just talking anymore. I'm not going to lie to you. When I first got on, I, I didn't know how I was supposed to go, and I just was just blabbing, and I was talking. But I realized something, you know, I was listening, I was reading something today, and they said that they asked Helen Keller, what could be worse than not seeing? And her reply was, to see and have eyes and have no vision. What? Mm. Wow. Wow. What? Come on, you guys. Wow, wow, wow. Wake up. Wake up. Mm. Our mm. eyes are open, but our minds are asleep. How do you change okay. by renewing of your mind, Tanya? How do you do it? I am the yes. most special dyslexia person ever, but I promise you God is speaking to me and giving me an easy plan to tell the people like me because everybody can't get me. I'm sorry. I'm not a scholar. I don't have no PhD, elemental P's, and I don't have degrees like a thermometer, but one thing I can tell you is life experience, and I guess what? I'd rather be in, have the experience of the world than be an educated fool because you can be educated, but you can be a fool. What's really going on? Mm-hmm. And let me break it yes, down ma'am. to you like this. Let me break it down to you like this. There's more to life than meets the eye. Don't yes. get lost. It's easy for any of us to get caught up and lost. Hmm. Hmm. Keep your eye on God. How do I do it? Pick up your Bible. Where do I go? Glory. Just open the Bible. And when God, wherever God leads you, say, I don't know this, Father. I need you to speak to me because I want to know the truth. And I want to see the light. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to walk in your blessings. I want to be able to conquer dreams. 
that I see people on the radio and the things that I, I look up to. I, I know it's in me because it's something that's burning in me that I can't stop. I can't shut it off. I keep waking up in the middle of the night at certain times, and I don't know why. I get on my knees. Sometimes I don't have words to say. All I can do is cry. When I go see people, I'm on my job. I love it. I thank you for the blessing, but I'm still uncomfortable because I know it's something greater than just this. Mm-hmm. Again, knock, mm-hmm. and the door still be open. Keep knocking. Mm. As you knock, you're beating the door down anyway. He That's will right. hear you. He hears you. You just got to believe and know that he hears you. Why do I have to believe and know that he hears yeah. you? Well, let me say something to you. If they told you, publisher clearinghouse coming to your house tomorrow, you'd be like, what? Because you're okay. Well, how about somebody say Jesus is knocking at your door. He wants to talk to you because he wants to change your life. Mm. Would you be like, what? Are you going to get as excited? Are you going to be as right. excited be about as excited? Jesus coming to your house as you are about Publishers Clearinghouse? Right. And guess what? Mm. It's okay if you do. But I'm going to tell you this. If you answer that question, I don't want to know. Because I probably would have answered that mm-hmm. question the other way myself, and I believe it was a time that I did. Because mm-hmm. I just lost faith in the church and lost faith in different people. So when I went out in the world, I thought it was so much better because I'm telling you guys, the lights looked brighter. It was gleaming. The money was greener. I promise you the clothes looked prettier. I was like living in style. Mm-hmm. I was wearing some of the top designers. I got my hair done all the time. My nails was popping it. I was going to church because then mm-hmm. I, I can have it all. I, that's what I really thought. Mm. But in the end, I realized, mm. man, my jury started falling apart. I lost certain things. It didn't. It started looking at the same jury, started looking dull again. And I realized because it wasn't all about that. It was about my mm. relationship with him, my relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. I can wear things from Walmart mm-hmm. now, y'all. And I guarantee you, you would not know. You would think it came from Neiman. In fact, it's not the clothes. It's okay. the person that's wearing the clothes. It's not the jury That's because right. I make fake jury. I'm going to tell you right now, they make fake jury so good now. Unless you are a diamond expert, guess what? I ain't trying to look mm. at your finger you and wonder tell. if it's real or not. If that's the way you want to pop it, wear it like that. I ain't mad at you. Hey. Hey. Okay, because if somebody you know, came I have around both. me, I'd rather. I have, real and I have real and I have manufactured. And guess what? When I wear them at the same time, you don't know the difference. And it don't matter. And I'm just it as happy matter. with both. It don't matter. You guys don't get caught up in that. But I'm going to tell you something. It's that joy when you should be really pissed off. I'm not telling you you ain't going to get mad because you will. But when certain things you used to get really mad about, your your chest start hurting and getting tight, now you look at it, you get a little upset, but you go, it'll be all right, Lord, because I know you're going to work it out for my good. And, Lord, you know what? I trust you. Mm-hmm. Lord, I want to thank you because no matter what this looks like, I know you're working this out for my good. I have gone through mm-hmm. some of those situations. If I tell you financially I've been hitting every way this last, the end of this year, if I can tell you some things have been happening, stranger things, that I'm like, Lord, please, what's really going on? But when I make up my mind and go, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to praise you. Because I know no matter what this looks like, you're going to make this greater. You won't even do it allowing this to yeah. happen to me because you want the good in me. Amen? Mm. All Amen. it takes is something to change your mind, change your whole world, change everything that you could possibly thought that you were doing right. And that's trusting God. Yeah. Amen. I love you, sis. Yeah. I, I'll talk my phone. Amen. 
Amen. No, this is good. This is really good. So the bottom line is we want you to reflect on this last decade of life, you know, um, the good and the bad, you know, the times when you felt that you would not make it, the times when you felt that you were on top of the mountaintop and all was well in the world. We want you to reflect on both. And the reason we want you to do, because both sides of that is necessary. You've had to walk through things on the up and the down, okay, to get to where you are today. And my prayer for you today is, ha, that you recognize and realize that you have been given the gift of life. Though some may not have made it here to today with you, some may not may be here with you today and won't be here with you Wednesday at midnight when we cross over from Tuesday to Wednesday from 2019 to 2020. There are people that started on this journey with us this year that won't cross over with us for the next year. But even in that and even in the heartache and the, and the brokenness of that, you still have to understand and somehow find your place in God and recognize that he has gifted you yet still with life. Do you have a void where that person used to be? What did I just share with you? Like I said, mother went home to be with the Lord in 2011. And I'm still, there's a void. However, I recognize that she had a specific role and a place in my life. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I would not be the woman of God that I am today had she not been placed as that kingdom connection, that kingdom nurturer, that kingdom mother of Zion in my life. So here I fast forward these eight years later, and, and I'm a better woman because she was part of my life. I couldn't stop living because I lost her. Amen. I couldn't just, Amen. just ball up. I look at my pastor and, oh, my God, because this was his biological mother, okay? Amen. She was my spiritual mother, but this was his biological mother. And as I look Amen. at the things that he has encountered over the years and he's had to walk through, he and his family have had to walk through, but yet he still lives. And yet he knows and he has the, the the gracing of the almost 50 years that she poured into his life from birthing him out to, to 50 years old, basically. And he knows the blessing of the mantle that she imparted upon him Amen. or imparted Amen. upon him. So we have to, Amen. we have to, even in in our losses, we still have to. I know it's hard to even say it, but count it all joy, even when we fall into diverse temptation. Oh my even God! Even when God. we fall into that place of of Amen. despair. You know what? A pastor was talking this morning, and I wrote this down, and it, it was something that God dropped in my spirit. So pastor was talking about, you know, how in um. In the military, you're taught to, to march in sync with one another. You know, you see the military, they're precise. They're, you know, there's precision in their marching. You know, that left, right, left, right, left, right, you know, they've been trained to do that in a certain way. But one of the things that God dropped in my spirit, he said that part of a drill sergeant's duty is to teach you not to get rattled at everything that comes your way or that is in your face. 
You think about when you see military people going through boot camp and that drill sergeant is right in their face. I mean, they're shouting at them. Some of them are cursing at them. They're spitting at them because spit is coming out as they're barking things at them. And that person, that, that, that military person is, has been trained to stand still and not budge and not retaliate. And to take it. Now there might be some serious, serious things going on behind that 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 exterior of stoneness. You know, they're probably thinking in their mind, ooh, if you only knew what I want to do to you right this moment. Or they want to blurt out, get out of my face. But the ones that are successful and they make it through boot camp are the ones that learn to stand. Erect and still and not be moved just because this person is in their face. That's the tenacity we've got to take on. And not to be moved just because the enemy is in our face. Not to be moved because because situations and circumstances have occurred in our life. Not to be moved. Amen. But to be steadfast in God. To be steadfast in God. Amen. Stay on that journey. Stay on that journey. It is not to say it is not going to get hard, but you stay on that journey. We've come to the end, girl. This was good. Awesome. It was good. Amen. It was good. Amen. We at It's Real Radio Talk Show wish you the most blessed, prosperous, successful year in the Lord ever. Amen. Going into 2020. Amen. May he unveil himself in your life in such a way that you have no reservation and no doubt about the power and the might of his Holy Spirit at work within you. That is my desire for your new year. And I pray that you would embrace him and his love every step of the way. Amen. Sis, I, I love you, love you, love you, love you. I love you, beautiful. You. The best New Year ever. The best. Amen. And we're coming back, you guys, strong. So get ready, get ready, yes. get ready. T.D. Jakes, I didn't mean to take yes. your line, but I just want to say get ready. Amen. <laughs> I love you guys. Amen. God bless you all. You guys stay safe out there. Hallelujah. God bless. Let's keep it
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.